Welcome to History News. Today, Julian, Nick, and I will be talking about the Industrial Revolution and the Age of Imperialism. If they were good or bad, and at the end of the podcast, we will find out if all of the losses were really worth it. Today, I will begin this podcast by talking about Germany during the Industrial Revolution. During the Revolution, Germany was an empire. The unification of Germany was the reason why Germany was able to respond quickly to Britain during the Industrial Revolution. The unification also meant that goods and natural resources could be distributed all across Germany faster than before. This was also due to the steam engine being invented. Germany at this time, due to the unification, meant that they were they were coordinated, which in turn meant that it was less vulnerable to political, social, and military attacks, which lowered the amount of costs and risks a person would have to take to own a business. Germany's government supported heavy industry as well as crafts and trades alike. The government imposed tariffs, which meant that Germany accumulated a lot of money from them by foreign goods. The money, which was bought in due to the tariffs, was put back into the economy in order to introduce social welfare, such as pensions, health insurance, and accident insurance. When social welfare was introduced by Bismarck, This made people think twice about the government, which in turn helped stop people from turning communist as well as skilled Germans to migrate to the U.S. Germany had also put education that was based on the technical areas of industry such as chemistry, electrics, and physics. As Germany prospered, it became a desirable place to live, which caused other people from different countries to migrate to Germany. Due to the economic growth, wages and living standards went up, which meant that people could afford to have more children. The country becomes urbanized, which means that even more workers are available, so industry prospers from urbanization. The threat of France attacking Germany was widespread, which was a big driving factor to why Germany strove to make itself stronger in case of an attack of its own plans. Nonetheless, Germans made a big and effective military to make people think twice before they attacked them. In terms of natural resources at the time, Germany was rich in coal and iron ore in the Ruhr, Saar, and Upper Silesia. Germany was also rich in potassium and sodium, which allowed a large chemical industry at the time. As a result of the Seven Weeks War with France, Germany was awarded 5 billion francs as well as the territories of Alsace and Lorraine, which were rich in raw materials and the soil was fertile, which did wonders for the German economy. I now will begin talking about Germany during World War I. Germany, at the beginning, attempted to stop Austria from attacking Serbia, along with other countries. 
Germany recognized that a two-front war could possibly be the end of them. The Schlieffen Plan was created to swiftly knock France out of the war so that they may focus on Russia due to Russia's manpower. The war for Germany started when they had declared war on Russia to protect Austria, but in turn France and Britain declared war on Germany. At the start of the war, Germany made progress into France, but everything stalled when the British and French dug themselves trenches for defense. On the Russian front, it started off in a back and forth until the Austro-Hungarians and Germans were able to push through slowly. Hunger, as well as Russian tactics such as throwing troops towards heavily defended areas, caused unnecessary casualties, angering the Russian people, causing them to have a revolution, taking Russia out of the war, which meant that the Germans could now focus on the Western Front. In the West, Germany was starting to lose its grip, as now advancements in technology such as the tank and ironclads were used in the war, and the Americans started breaking through. A British blockade was used in order to starve Germany to submission, as well as a possibility of revolutions because of that hunger caused Germany to surrender, ending the First World War. Germany used chemical warfare to attempt to win the war, but gas masks were introduced as well as urinating on a rag and putting it across your face made gases ineffective. 20 million deaths and 1,700,000 and 73,700 Germans died during World War One. I will end off my portion of the work by talking about the German economics. Germany had to pay 132 billion gold Reichsmarks, which led to Germany printing more money and therefore causing inflation and therefore causing the value of the Reichsmark to plummet, causing a Great Depression in Germany. Germany hits its golden age, helping the Great Depression end. Adolf made it to where the recovery of the economy was mainly up to the economics minister, Jarmar Schlatt, who was a conservative who was willing to ignore free market liberalism. Free market liberalism is a political and economic omit philosophy based on how strong support for a market economy and private property in the means of production. Russia during World War One, Despite some reforms in the preceding decade, the Russian army in 1914 was ill-equipped. Total of 2,254,369 Russians died during World War I. Russia was part of the Allied powers due to assisting France against Germany. The Russian Ministry of War was commanded by General Sakhalinov. The first offense Russia launched was in August of 1914 against Germany and East Persia. The Russian First Army aimed straight into the heart of East Prussia. The Russian forces assisted Serbia at their country line starting the war. Russia defended the Eastern Front against Germany in the war. Russia lost a lot due to leaving the war, including 
one third of their population, coal, oil, iron industries, and a million miles of their own territory to Germany. A big vision due to them surrendering to Germany was Russia was running low on ammo, clothes, boots, and blankets for their troops. And a strong force of their own population wanted them to leave the war. Russia during the Industrial Revolution. They were, in fact, the last European country to go through the Industrial Revolution. They industrialized so late because of the geography and its agricultural based economy and the poor development transportation system. They were controlled by the Mongols and lived under the Asian influence. Because of this, they did not expire BCE, the Renaissance, or the Scientific Revolution. They went through the Industrial Revolution after World War I. The new weapons and technology that was invented during World War I was in short supply of the Russian troops. The industrial future was formed under Lenin's successor, Joseph Stalin. Russia soon began to industrialize. They started building textile factories, steel factories, and railroads. Russia economics. Sadly, due to World War I, millions of young men were recruited and conscripted into training, and they were equipped and rushed off to the Eastern Front. In Russia had no industries because they never industrialized until after World War I because they stuck to their old ways. Due to no industries during the war, Russia eventually ran out of clothes, ammo, blankets, boots. Today I'm going to be talking about France during the Industrial Revolution. France's Industrial Revolution took place in 1810 to 1870. Before any any of the Industrial Revolution started, specialized in in agricultural methods. More than 50,000 pages of rare source materials make up a collection of statistics, rail, and waterways, major industrial surveys, and French's industrial exhibitions. The high demand in coal during the time led to, led to an increase of production and development of industries. This ultimately led to factories and mass production. Throughout the entire Industrial Revolution, French still spe- specialized in agriculture. They really didn't change uh, throughout the uh, Industrial Revolution. France ultimately followed the steps of Great Britain and Belgium when they went through their Industrial Revolution. So they basically copied them, but not enough. But they did follow some of their footsteps. Uh, some inventions that were made throughout the fresh French Revolution were the parachute and the celestis- the parachute, the celestoscope, the photograph, and the aspirin. The world's first photograph 
or the oldest surviving known to date, was taken by Joseph Nisipi in 1826. This photo was captured using a technique known as holography, or helography. The shot was taken from the upstairs window at Nepeace's estate in Burgundy. I will now be talking about France during World War I. July 28, 1914 is known as the official date of World War I. It is also known as the assassination of Franz Ferdinand. This political objective of the assassination was to break off Austria-Hungary South Slav provinces, so they could be combined into the Yugoslavia. The, the conspirators' motives were consistent with the movement that later became known as the Young Bosnia. Later on, soon. Germany declared war on France. Germany realized that war on Russia meant war with France, and so its plans called for immediate attack on France. Later on, during the war, France abandoned Plan 17. Their plan was implemented from the 7th of August 1914 and had disastrous consequences for the French. They were defeated in the Battle of the Frontiers at the cost of 329,000 casualties. French troops later attacked Germany at the River Assine. And then later on, on April 17, 1917, the first tanks were ever used by the French military. After World War I, France's economy was destroyed. They had a loss of manpower for production and more than 1 million deaths in total. That, the wreck of agricultural land brought an increased need for the imports from other countries, so they were depending on other countries to get their stuff. The state spent huge, spent a huge amount of money to get metal care for the millions of wounded, and this led to somewhat of a depression, but not really that bad. Infrastructure and agriculture experience was damaged due to the bombardments and trench warfare. I will now be concluding the end of the podcast, and I'll be talking about if any of this was worth it. In all true on, in my true honest opinion, I don't think it was worth it. World War One was bad. A lot of people died. Over twenty million killed. Twenty-one million wounded. Uh, the, the people really didn't know what they were fighting for at that point. Like three years into the war at that point they were just fighting for um what is it they were fighting for pride at that point because there, there, there was really nothing to fight for there it was really hard to tell who was who was in the wrong who was in the right and like no one really knew what they were doing at that point i honestly think it wasn't worth it and i honestly think the soldiers didn't even want to fight because the christmas truth truce proves my point December, I think it was December 24th, 1914, trench warfare stopped. The soldiers went up, they crossed the barriers, they played the game of soccer, they talked to each other. They were like friends at that point. And they found out that 
no one wanted to fight. No one wanted to do this. No one, they just wanted to stop at that point. So I honestly think the soldiers just didn't want to fight. I just think it was at that point, it was just a fight for pride. Because there was nothing to fight for at that point. So my all honest opinion, I don't think it was worth it. I don't think it was. It was just, it was just a pointless battle. So yeah, this concludes our podcast. Thank you for listening.